Welcome to Hamstrings and Heartstrings, where running is great. Except when you're not doing it. I'm Ellie. Wait, that's that's a weird man. Every time this opening is different. At least we get the welcome to part right. I'm Chris, by the way. That's me. Is it your pace or mine today, Chris? Sounds like you got. I don't know. You've already changed things up. I'm already off my. I need a minute to recover. So. All right. Well, um, I ha- I took last week off, so I don't have much to report in the running running area personally. But it was great, um, and I'm very happy that I took this time to rest, reset. You know, read a couple books, drink some water, <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, Basically, just let my body absorb the training and then start to think about what I want to do or, well, how I'm going to make my next training cycle feel a little bit better, which we just sort of started talking about, which number one is going to be hydration because I feel a lot better when I'm drinking water. Do you find questions? So I drink a lot of tea in the mornings. I don't, I drink coffee like later in the morning or when I get to work and it's always iced haters gonna hate and um i drink tea though and i'm thinking of switching to decaf tea because i think the caffeinated stuff makes me pee a lot and i don't want to pee out all the water i'm drinking i'm not sure that uh i mean uh, there is there was one science that caffeine was a diuretic but i don't know that that's i'm not up on my latest uh urinary science so I don't think so, though. Um, but I mean, you're you know my what? go-to guy. But you know what? There are plenty of good teas that are not, I mean, all the herbal teas are not caffeinated. You know, um, you get yourself a nice white tea, a nice oolong. Mm. Yeah, uh, I do have some good non-caffeinated tea because my roommate Paige, just when we moved in, we now have a tea drawer because she randomly just had like a bunch of tea, like people would give it to her and she's like, I don't know, maybe I look like a tea person. So I've been drinking most of it and a lot of it is caffeine free. It's like this morning I did mango ginger. That was pretty good. Mango ginger uh, zinger? No, it was just mango ginger tea. It was by Yogi Tea. Mm. Yeah, but the zingers are good too. I like the zinger. I like a good zinger. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, tea's pretty great. I don't, I don't know that it's contributing to your uh, your pee frequency, though. I mean, just the fact that you're hydrating and peeing. I mean, that's what's happening. Use that water, clean things out, cycle it through, cycle it through. All right. Well, anyway, this next uh, training cycle will be priority number one: hydration. And I went on my first run today back and um, I didn't wear a watch. I just did a route that I mostly know like basically what the distance is and it felt good. It felt really good. Like I missed it. I can definitely tell that running just adds something to my life. Like, and it's not like exercise. It's not like just any movement. It's just something specific to running. Like I just feel just a little bit more like myself. And today, definitely, like, my mood was great. Like, everything just seemed a little bit just lighter, brighter, and I feel rested. And, yeah, had a really, really good day today. So looking forward to talking to my coach after this podcast and seeing where we are headed. 
but I have a feeling that it's going to be less mileage and doing keep keeping on the the fasty stuff. But I'm good with that for now because I am starting like a different different job location and duty. So I don't know how that's going to be. And I really just want to focus on being rested and being my best self all around. And so, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. How about you? Less, less mileage, more smileage. Yes. <laughs> I like that. That's the title, title of the show. <laughs> um, I'm doing all right. I, uh, I did some running last week. It was really great. I did some small runs and then uh, I took, um, I'm, you know, teaching Clara to be a trail dog. So we're getting her kind of beefed up. And so what that sort of does is it forces me to do like a small run. And of course she sometimes needs to stop and smell things. So like some of my runs are like two and a half miles, you know? Um, but I seem to do them because she seems to like them. So we got out quite a bit. And then once, um, my wife did come pick her up so I could go do another three and a half miles myself. So I had like a dog run and a me run. Yesterday, though, I ran in the heat ugh, and I um, I got cooked and dried out. I was, ooh, I got a little bit of a sunburn, a little bit. Um, it was only like an hour and 15 minutes, but that's enough to cook little old Irish me. Um. And I think I've so, I don't think I, my hydration ever caught up, but it was a good run. It was like a eight and a half, almost road miles at, at like a nine thirty pace. So it felt all right, you know, but I was, I was like two miles in and I'm like, Oh, this is a mistake. <laughs> I am going, I am going to cook. Like, you know, you see those little worms where they almost got to the side of the road, but they didn't quite make it. And now they're just a piece of worm leather. That's sort of. Oh yeah, those are tasty. Yeah, that's sort of how I felt. I was, I was like, ugh, this is. But we got through it, and it was good. Yeah, I'm really excited. You had more mileage than me, which uh, doesn't yes. happen often. Kudos to you, man. Kudos. I had uh, 28 miles, which is probably a little too much for where I was the week before that. But you know. My two-week average is 14 miles a week. <laughs> you ran my age. Oh, man. Ugh. I can never. Ooh, that's crazy. Someday, Ellie. Someday. You're going to yeah. run your age? At least you're over a marathon. That's true. I'm an ultra. <laughs> um, I had a coworker today ask me. Um, uh, so her daughter is like... Um, and going into high school, I think maybe, um, but she's a swimmer and she runs because she knows it makes her a better swimmer, but she hates running. So her, my coworker asked me, she's like, um, how do you, uh, is there just, is there something you can do to like make yourself not hate it? And I'm like, I think if you hate it, like that's your disposition. You know, I think that's why we have, uh, that's why we have the saying, um, my sport is your sports punishment. <laughs> I think it's kind of bred into the culture, like, which yeah. makes zero. I mean, it's kind of unfortunate, you know? I mean, yeah. I know you're probably raising your kids differently, but yeah, I mean, running was like just to get in shape for other sports or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think if you don't, if you do that and you're like, Hey, I like this, then it happens. But I don't know that 
Maybe there is a story out there if somebody's like, man, I totally hated running. And then one day this happened and now I love running. I don't know. Yeah, that, I don't have a light bulb moment for me. I just uh, just kept doing it. Just, How about you? Do you have a, a light bulb moment? No. No, I don't think so. Well, I, I, have, I have opposite light bulb moments where I go from really liking running to hating it. <laughs> like the light bulb turns off and I'm like, oh, this is miserable. But then get over it. Yeah. Or, you know, I'd rather have that than like, or I don't know, or just like the light keeps getting dimmer and dimmer. And then you're just like, I need to take a week off. That just happened to me. Who knows? There you go. And now you're better. Yeah. Less mileage, more smileage. (laughs) You've seen the light. So I have something special to tell you. Oh my goodness. Breaking news. I don't know if you know, which you probably wouldn't because you're not on social media. So. Well, I am going to get the inside scoop. So our local favorite, Sarah Kyes, is going for the 46er FKT, which is um, only, there's only a male FKT, and it's like three days, five-something hours. I don't know, something like that. Something crazy long, right? So I knew she was going to do this like a couple months ago, and we were going to talk about getting a pre and a post show for the Trails Collective interview series. And, um, but then I was talking to Ian today cause he and I were just doing a little bit of work on the website, which everybody should go check out. It's pretty cool. You can also buy shoes and other fun stuff on there. Um, and he told me, Oh yeah, it's like a duel between her and this other woman. And I was like, what? And so Sarah and this other woman, Eliza, uh, Alyssa Godsky is, are both going to basically like race for the FKT. And I'm like so into this now. I think it sounds awesome. So I'm talking to Sarah tomorrow and then I'm talking to Alyssa on Wednesday and I'm going to attempt to edit them and get them both out on either Sunday or Monday and then they're starting on Monday. So we're going to get like the pre-interview and then we're going to get the post-interview and see what happens. I'm so excited. Wow. Look at you. That's Isn't very that cool. So cool. Well, I, um, I, you know, I watch a lot of what Sarah does on um, Strava. And it was like uh, last week or sometime, it was like Sarah became the local legend of so-and-so mountain. And I was like, I responded to it and I said, uh, Sarah Kais became the local legend of everything inside the 80Ks. And she's like, stay tuned. And I sort of knew, you know, I sort of knew. Yeah, you had a little bit of in. So do you not consider Strava social media? Because you're like, you kind of, I got the impression you like a skewed social media, but like, isn't Strava like a social media platform? I haven't been on it in like three years. So I don't know. So I guess in a way it is, it can be. Um, But here's the thing. All you can do in Strava is post your runs and comment on people's runs, right? So the reason, the, the problem that I have with social media and the problem that I have with uh, Facebook, Twitter, and now to an extent Instagram as well. Um, my whole life, I, I grew up with the internet, right? So like the internet was growing up with me. We're the similar ages, me and the internet. And the whole time that I've been on the internet, I have chosen what I see, right? I've never been rickrolled. You know, people send me a link. I've never, I've never clicked a link that I don't know where it's going. Um, I've never been to like 
rotten.com, you know, somebody sends you like a terrible picture and you're like, you click and you're like, ah, that's horrible. I've never, that I've always controlled what I've seen. Well, with Facebook and with Twitter and with Instagram, you're just scrolling and you're seeing what's coming up and people, especially Facebook can force you to see whatever you want. You don't know what's coming up next. You're just like scrolling, scrolling. And perfectly, even if you're only following your friends or you're only following athletes, they're going to put something out there and now you have to look at it because you're just scrolling and it's going to come by. And it it could be terrible images. It could be weird political messages. It could be just generally unsettling things. Um, so I don't like surprises I don't and with Instagram it used to be pretty pictures but now it's not just pretty pictures anymore now Instagram is becoming Facebook you know it is people posting their whatever whatever it is you know they're just Uh and Twitter's the same way so that's why I don't like it on Strava all you can do is upload runs you can't I, mean, I thought yes. there was like a photo and like caption option and now people you, are doing that. You can, if you wanted to, you could um, take some sort of picture and put it on your run. Certainly you could do that. And I've unfollowed a few runners who have done that, but it is predominantly run oriented, right? Or biking or whatever exercise oriented posts. That's how they, that's what they are. So Sure, you could title your run something or you can put a weird picture up there, but that is not the predominant thing that happens there. So that's okay. that's why. Interesting. So I know Strava is like, there's a lot of comparison traps, especially with the local legends, FKTs and stuff. So when you open Strava, like some people have their days ruined by Strava, you know, like... And I just felt for me, especially because running is so personal to me and I don't want it to be something that makes me feel inadequate or anything. I just couldn't, I didn't want to be a part of it. And now I feel like my relationship with it is, would be fine, but it's just, I don't have enough, enough bandwidth. I chose my social medias and I'll take those. Um, So what happens if you like open a, like you're feeling really good about your run or whatever. And then you open Strava and like, I don't know, you're like someone that you feel like you should be better than, or has like, whatever, just like did something crazy. Like what is your mental space? Are you like, Oh, that's cool. Or do you kind of feel like shit? Um, I'm really happy that I, I don't compare myself to other people. I, I don't feel like, um, sometimes I'll be like, oh, wow, look, they're doing something really cool, right? Like Sarah, right? Oh, Sarah climbed another mountain today, right? You know, like, and I get a little of, boy, it'd be great if I could walk out my door and climb a mountain. Um, But that's it. Like, I, you know, I've kind of gone along the lines of with my running is, you know, comparison is the thief of joy, right? Mm -hmm. And so I don't look and go, oh, so-and-so has got 70 miles this week and uh, oh, I'll add a sub eight pace. Boy, look at them. They're so much better than me. I'm more like, whoa, that person is crushing it, right? Mm -hmm. So, but then again, it's because I've never, I've never been, I mean, I have been competitive, trust me. Like when I would, when I would be looking 
when I was racing and like, ooh, I could get in the top 10 or something like that, I would look at those people that are around me and being like, oh, what did they do last week before the race? But not in like a, I don't know, not in like a angry, oh, I'm not doing as well as I should. And, you know, I don't know. But I also, I don't go out on Strava when I'm not running, you know. True. Yeah, I did spend a lot of time not on Instagram last week just because like running an Instagram is kind of tied to me for me. So if I'm not doing it, it's not like I wasn't avoiding it, but I just like don't pick up Instagram as much, you know. Yeah, and I guess, I don't know. I mean, I think, again, I think comparison is the thief of joy. If you feel really great about your five-miler and somebody else runs a five-miler, okay. You know, like, cool, they ran a five-miler also. It's not like, oh, I ran mine at 9.17 and they ran theirs at 9.12. I'm the worst, you know. Mm -hmm. But. I do, there's sometimes a little bit of like FOMO, right? Like, oh, look at all those people running those mountains. But other yeah, than I that, never feel like that. I'm like, oh God, they're out there. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, not often, you know. Well, with Instagram, what I've kind of found, and you could try this too, is you mute or unfollow those people that might you're not that might give you something you don't want to see and you just follow funny cat videos and then instagram is just like the best thing because that's basically all i follow right now yeah i don't i don't need an endless scroller in my life you know i got enough time sinks in my life trust me True. I, don't, True. I don't i don't need to make it better but you know it's a it's a challenge um i have you know two podcasts and um, we're not getting together for group runs and group races and things like that. So I'm on the outside of, you know, what people are doing. But uh, for me, that's kind of a fair trade-off. I'm super, I'm almost a year off of Facebook and I'm so excited. Isn't it the best? I'm like, so excited aw. that I did it before COVID and I'm so excited that it's an election year and I'm not on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yes. Well, that's interesting. I still don't have any, uh, I just, I don't want to open the Strava can of worms because I just know myself, like know thyself. That's a proverb, right? And um, so, but, you know, you make some valid points. I mean, yeah, for me, it's, it's running focused and I, that is the place where I do see what some of my running friends are doing. You know, that's, that's about, that is the place. Of course, you see it after they do it and not before they do it, right? So you see a bunch of people went on a run today, and you're like, oh, I remember when I used to run with people. (laughs) Maybe next time, you know, but that's all. Yeah. Have you, so do you run with a mask or no? No, I don't. Um, I have a buff with me so that if I'm like on the trail and there's single track or something and people are coming towards me, I'll pull the buff up. But I don't, um, here, I I don't run in the city, which is where I would encounter people on the sidewalks and stuff. In Chilai, there are no sidewalks. It's all, you know, suburban type roads. So I, it's very rare that I encounter anybody. Um, and if so, it's usually like a biker or something like that, where we just go to the other side of the street. Um, Mm -hmm. but I took the kids to Menden, um, the other day and yeah, we all, 
had buffs around our neck and we were just walking on the trail. And when there was somebody else within view or something, we just pulled them up and kind of walked to our side of the trail while they walked to their side. Yeah. I've never run with a mask. I mean, I, the times that I run, there aren't people and I just go around and I've read the science. So being outside and the amount, the closeness, I'm not close to people. So it doesn't really matter. I, if I was running close, see, if I was running with a bunch of people, yes, I, or by a bunch of people, I would. But then I just read this study that also said, actually, these research, research, researchers have found that wearing a buff or a mask while you're running actually makes the particles more likely to go airborne. So it's probably not a good idea. So breathe regularly, please. Mm. So well, I was like, oh, God. Yeah, I think there's just there's so much uh, there's so much unknowns out there right now. I think you keep your distance. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And I could see if you're running somewhere through like the commons or something, you know, Uh absolutely. There's going to be lots of people. Or if you're running New York city streets, you know, downtown, even Uh downtown Rochester, I think, you know, there's a lot more occurrences of running into people. So, you know, Uh I mean, that's the thing. It's when you, you won't be able to predict it, right? You're not going to know if you, turn the corner and all of a sudden there's a uh, 150 people, you know, doing some sort of protest or gathering. And now you're like, Oh crap. I just ran into the middle of all these people, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. There was a protest here yesterday. Heard that one. I was at work and they were outside. I was like, Oh, would you guys like any free drinks? <laughs> no, just kidding. I'm not allowed to do that. <sighs> Well, you wanted to keep this one short, so would well, you like I mean, to transition? Well, I mean, we got to give the people what they paid for, but we did say, you know, we're going to stay around a half hour, and we're... Yeah, we're, I think that's great. I think a half last, hour, last you know, it's a long. nice bite-size, it's a bite-size piece. I got, a, I just yeah. got a little bit of a sore throat, so it's kind of like, you know... Yeah. Not great. I don't know. I, I got to imagine that it's like a little dehydration sore throat or something. I Definitely. don't know. Yep, hundred percent. I bet that's what it is, actually. Man, I was, ooh, I was dry yesterday, but it's so great. Oh, so great! I uh, finished my run. I walked right through the house. I grabbed my bottle of water that I had sitting. I had like a Nalgene in the fridge. I grabbed that and walked right out the back door and right into the pool. And <laughs> it was amazing. Your daughter didn't even need to help you. Nope, not this time. <laughs> I just I just walked right in. And the cool thing is then of course then your you know, your shorts and your t shirt don't stink anymore because you just got them all clean. But man, what a great cool down that was, I gotta tell you. Oh yeah, that sounds nice. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, uh, we like to transition now into something we call the food segment. Oh yay. What's she eating, Chris? Uh, well, this week's uh, discovery is um, Bubba Burgers. Mm. Yeah, Bubba. Uh, so Bubba Burgers are often like the big, thick, old, juicy beef burgers, but they are making a um, white, white bean, brown rice, and quinoa burger. So, um, super good. Actually, I was really surprised. I'm like, well, white beans and white beans don't really have a ton of flavor to them. Brown rice has got a little Mm -hmm. bit, you know, and quinoa is quinoa, but I don't know. They got some good spices in there or something. 
but they're pretty good. Um, so that was my, they were on sale and I was like, well, let me give them a try. Cause it's always with somebody like me, you always have to have some sort of veggie burger on hand just in case the, the chopping doesn't happen and the cooking doesn't happen. Or the pizza has pepperoni on it. <sighs> that was so upsetting. Well, All I wanted was pizza. All I wanted was pizza, and it was like, <gasps> anyway. Uh, actually, I've had some white beans as well because uh, the past week I also noticed that probably my iron, I was just so tired and lethargic that I was like, maybe I should actually look up, look, um, start focusing on maybe my iron levels because I know that can be a sign of fatigue. So just in case I haven't been able to get a blood test because inside tracker isn't serving New York, uh, right now, but, um, just in case I started eating more iron rich foods. So that's last week I had, um, tuna and spinach and eggs and white beans, uh, pumpkin seeds, stuff like that. Um, dark chocolate, oats, and so I've been incorporating a lot of that stuff into my meals, um, and I made this granola that's what out of uh, oats, cornflakes, cacao powder, dark chocolate chips, maple syrup, some good stuff, coconut oil, good stuff, and there are chia seeds, flax seeds, and I made some granola, and so um, that was, that's been pretty good this past week, and I'm really a fan now of the cornflake granola. Cornflake granola, nice. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. Have, a, have you tried a chewing on the railings on your front porch? That might help your iron levels. I could, yes. Or I could get tetanus. I mean, that'll help with weight loss if that's what you're going for. Because I have a lot to lose. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm going for, actually. Lose your, you lose your earlobes. That's, that's yeah, <laughs> seriously. God. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that whole inside tracker thing and um, New York, I don't know what's going on with the laws. But um, I was finally going to pop for it because, you know, it's pricey. Um, I don't get those elite athlete discounts, you know. Um, oh, I don't either. I mean, I'll, I go for when they have like the two for one or the half off or the 40% yeah. off for essential worker, which I am. Yeah, I was going to I was going to pop for one. And um, then all of a sudden that's when like it was like six months ago where it was like, hey, you're not doing uh, New York anymore. And I was like, Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to get one after the trials and then here we are. And I was like, I'm not letting anyone in my house to take my blood. Mm -hmm. And now, and then I just reached out to my friend, Jonathan, who, um, works there. He does a lot of social media support and, uh, he's like, yeah, we're not from New York yet, but I'll let you know as soon as possible. I was like, thank you. Yeah. I thought it was something to do with the New York laws, but I guess it's their, it's their choice that they're choosing not to. Yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, bummer. Well, they can have my blood later. Yeah, because I wanted to, because I had been, you know, it's been, well, uh, next month, uh, it'll be a year of not eating meat. So I was like, it might be good to get, you know, a blood test. Sure. Yeah. Check things out. But uh, now I got to wait. Yep. But uh, you're looking good. So, oh, you know. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Well, keep it. Yeah. Yep. Keeping it level. Yep. All right. Uh, anything else we got to cover? Nope, but uh, stay tuned because I can't wait to see Sarah and Alyssa go after it. Yeah, I guess. You're doing lots of cross-promotion here. Cross-promotion. That's exciting. How is that not exciting? Super exciting. 
I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, we haven't told people about any of the stuff. We complained about social media for a while. Um, so you can check out at hamstrings and heartstrings on Instagram if you want. It's not the most prolific, uh, posty place, but Ellie makes nice little cartoon pictures of us. I also don't take a lot of pictures of myself. So she's kind of scraping the, scraping the barrel. Um, soon I'm going to use stick figures. I'm just going to draw you. (laughs) That's fine. Um, yeah, so at hamstrings and heartstrings, right? And Ellie yes. is uh, Gazelli with two Z's and two L's. And Chris is here. I'm here. I'm at running inside out, but um, you know, we'll see what I. I'm gonna get a picture up. I'm gonna get. I'm starting. Uh, I'm gonna start putting a lot more doggo doggo on the trail pictures. That's what's gonna. Oh happen. yes. I've been posting them on my Strava feed, but you wouldn't have seen those. So no. Um. But yeah, we can turn running inside out to dogging inside out (laughs) yeah um all right that's it all right bye bye